This week on the reverse stick, the axe fallen and low do the warriors gather to defend their queen. What a crock. Long live the queen. Hurrah. Greetings and welcome to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast, episode number 173. My name's John Lee. I'm joined by Matt Allen. Greetings, Matt. Good afternoon, John. Um, and it is an afternoon it record is. this time. You know it what? Is. What? I've got rid of the beer. Yeah. Gatorade, lemon and lime. Oh, my God. I'm ready for action. It, there's a, a new dawn. Mm, Dawning. But... Not only oh, here, it's though. It's past two o'clock. I'd started by this time last week. Had you? Yeah. yeah. Maybe, I should, maybe I should have one anyway. Uh, thanks for joining us, folks, for episode 173 of the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you with us here once again. It well, is. We've got a big one today, John. Uh, it'll be interesting, I think. <laughs> Definitely. Lots to talk about, but I think we might actually be fairly heavily focused on just the one thing. It might be. Let's get to this bit. News, bad news. There is some hockey happening around the world, John. Uh, Belgian leagues uh, back underway. There was some live streaming offered for free to the world. Oh, really? Uh, Midweek game. Was it yesterday? I did. Look, all you've got to do is follow at the Hockey Live on Facebook and on Twitter. Hashtag live stream hockey and you'll pick up the leads there. Uh, if you want to see the latest results, just go to EHL Hockey TV. La Gantoise strengthened their lead in the men's division but you can read more there just ehlhockey.tv we did mention the competition happening in oh there's also Spanish games on as yeah, well yeah. Club de Campo women um, nine, uh, are we seeing the game top, slowly top of... creeping back in various forms well it's creeping back in some places I know there's a lot of conjecture going on in England at the moment because some leagues are pressing ahead to try and get some games out before Christmas um, some of some of as we've discussed before, I think it's probably taken the the more sensible decision to go. Nah, let's just wait until after Christmas. That'll give everybody the the two or three or four weeks running to get ready to play. To just go right, you can play hockey again this weekend. And I think it's today the third as we're recording. I think that's when training can recommence. Obviously with. Uh, physical distancing. I'm talking about England um, in particular. Uh, uh, Ireland's um, the same as well. I think they put everything on hold now. Uh, so don't expect to uh, be picking up your stick on the Emerald Isle just yet um, into the new year, though. But yeah, there, there's, there, there are some leagues. Basically, England hockey have said you can go ahead with the government uh, restrictions in place. And they've left it up to the regional leagues to decide what they want to do. And some are saying yes, some are saying no. And there's a lot of people who are going, well, hang on a minute. I actually don't want to play just yet. And we can't get half of our squad because they're in a tier three and we're in a tier two. And there's, you know, there's all sorts of problems with it. So, this, you know, the sensible thing, I think, is just to wait just a little bit longer. Well, there was a little bit of good news regarding the Olympics going ahead, though. Well, it appears to be good news. It's been reported um, that, let's go back here, where is it? I can't find it because I'm useless at social media. Here we go. Um, it'll all going ahead. Uh, there'll be no quarantine. You'll be test lots of testing and um, more testing in the village and all that sort of stuff. So as far as the sport's going ahead, it looks like that's a fairly positive sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know about crowds and that went, I'm not sure that that's... Um, 
Well, they're definitely going to want the crowds there because if they can't make any money out of it, they well, won't do yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot financially. It'll be interesting to see whether um, how it all pans out because it's still a very fluid situation. But that is some good news that they're. It it looks like at this stage you would think going ahead. Indeed. Uh, results. We spoke last week about the um, competition in Bangladesh, the hundredth birth anniversary of Bangabadu Sheikh Mujibar Rahman tournament, the President Cup hockey tournament. Well, that came to a close, John, and Bangladesh Hockey Federation Green were the champions. A 3-2 win over the Bangladesh Army. I think that was the sevens tournament, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. fives. Not fives. It was sevens. Yes, that, any, anything more? Uh, not not results-wise, mate, no. No, oh, we'll call that the good news then. Well, if you're playing and you're getting some league results, um, oh, we've just, the, the women's comp's finished in New Zealand, the four-team Oh, the men's uh, franchise. today. Uh, well, no, that's, they're getting towards the end. I think the, the final's this weekend, and oh, of course okay. you can get the live stream on YouTube and on the Watch.Hockey app. Uh, yeah, that's over this weekend. There's evening games. There's an evening game, uh, five o'clock game local time, which is probably on about now. It would be. You are listening to The Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Matt, there was one more piece of news that dropped this week, and that was the announcement of the men's and women's Australian Olympic squads, not teams. Well, no, not Olympic squads. Right. Squads for the 2021 year, yeah. of which the Olympic squad will be drawn. drawn. Yes. yes, that's the best way to put it. Um, and there was a bit of a shock, a couple of shocks. Well, not so much in the, with the men's. There was just the one, one change with the, the men's, with, I think, Dylan Martin... Um, coming into the squad there so all pretty Did much bis- bis- oh dear <laughs> yeah they obviously didn't have a photo of him in the Hockey, Hockey Australia gear um, so who's was it Dylan Wotherspoon's body that his head was put onto that would be pretty harsh wouldn't it if you, you, you've been dropped and, and then the bloke who's coming in actually has your body on the team photo oh, it was a bit weird anyway um, I mean was... I thought it gave him a bit of a, a, a fattish looking face to be honest John You've got to be careful. Might have been that app thing. You could know, have been, you yeah. You've got to be very, very careful. <laughs> so, yeah, no, not, nothing too surprising with the men's selection. Um, however, we can't say the same with the women's selection, and everything around it has just blown up over the past 48 hours. Uh, it's, it's, it's brought up so many issues, and uh, it's just incredible, to be honest. No, I mean, it surprised everybody. No one... I, well, no. Okay, well, let's... It, it, so, let's so, Say what it is first. Oh, Rachel the big, the big surprise, and, um, Georgie Morgan. Jorgen, that the two big names that haven't been included, but, but not, in the squad. Yeah, not, not the only players dropped. But the no. fact, the big one is Rachel Lynch, the current FIH goalkeeper of the year, a judge to be the very best <laughs> goalkeeper in the world, John. If you you know take stock on on these things, not even in the top four, well, top three in Australia apparently anymore. Uh, not anymore, um, and. Sort of opened the floodgates a little bit, didn't it? Because look, we've been hearing that these... well, we're we're particularly upset because we like Rach, don't we? Because <laughs> she's the best goalkeeper in the world. Fantastic athlete, a, 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 a role model, a great role model. Yeah, absolutely. Does great work with the likes of Are You Okay on mental health, and you know, just a an all round great character for our sport. Yeah, and I think you'd find that outside of hockey circles, she's one of the few players in that team that would actually be known. I mean, I know people that still go, oh, Nikki Hudson. She hasn't played for him for years. Yeah. But, um, so the 
one really recognisable player that that team had. Did play for 15 years, though. Yeah. As a, as a hockey rook. Oh, let's see. Rachel it's like the same as Rochelle Hawks. Both, they both played 15 yeah. years. But that's, from, from first game that, to last game. Sorry. Go, go ahead. That's go. very good, right. <laughs> Fact alert. Fact <laughs> alert. Now, uh, of course, we talked about the, the press report that came out in Perth, what, a month ago? It'll be a month now. Yeah, and then we uh, talked about the follow-up report the, um, yeah, a week a week later. Outlawing allegations, and so these rumblings, at least publicly, have been going on for a long time behind the scenes. And if you and if you listen to the interview that, that Matt Favia, the CEO of Hockey Australia, had with the ABC nationally here in Australia over the weekend, there was reference in that conversation had um, about letters being written by the players and passed through to management and. Did those letters um, and the points on there get taken to the board? Apparently things are taken to the board, we discovered. Whether that specifically, well, we didn't get an answer on that one. We did get an answer on uh, where the Kookaburras rank in world hockey, though, don't they? Yeah, Yeah, number one. Sorry, Belgium. Uh, Matt Favier has rewritten the table, and you're now number two. Australia's back up to number one. So that, um, we could have put that in the good news section. We could have. Yeah. yeah, that is very good news. It's good to know the CEO's on top of these things. Indeed. Uh, we can shut the gate on that one, can't we, Matt? Boom, boom. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm appearing here all week. Now, um, this is, gets interesting because we were told two weeks ago yeah. that Rachel Lynch would not be picked. Yes. And we were, or the rumblings were that there's a very high chance that she won't be she picked. She won't be picked. Yeah. And it was purely down to... Um, her being a voice of dissent within the group. That's what we were told. And so it's come to pass. And uh, when people suddenly exploded at why the number one's, world's number one goalkeeper wasn't included in not even the training squad for the year, um, people were justifiably, I think, upset. And yep. that's when... The voice of reason appeared. The voice of reason. Young L. Well, so we go back to the night before the announcement a couple of nights ago, and Carl Langdon, the, the, well, yeah, well, it, yeah, it, was me- it was me- yeah, it was mentioned on the radio that Rachel Lynch wouldn't be playing. There was a post on Twitter from hockey from the Hockey Ruse account saying, "Tomorrow's the day everything gets announced." Now, what sparked a lot of the the comment and debate on that account was a post from Georgie Parker, former yep. Hockey Roos player. I've got so many screenshots here, John. It's incredible. So you you carry on with the story just while I find Georgie's ori- original response there. Where were we up to? Oh, well, I heard it the night before the announcement was due to make. On the radio, sitting here in local sports broadcast, it comes on, Rachel Lynch has been dropped. We don't know why, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so it was going to be a little bit of a big story here in Perth. Um and the next day, of course, I woke up and the, the Twitter had gone into meltdown with a lot of former players um, once again raising uh, accusations of a toxic culture within the hockey rooms of um, dissent being shut down by exactly the methods that Rachel Lynch has found her dissent to shut down. Accusations of bullying levelled at Rachel Lynch which I just find maybe they're true, I don't know. But, but here's, here's I find the tweet. very difficult to believe. Here's the tweet. In fact, just above the tweet, there's something from Clint Flicker that reads, I really must object to all of these fake accounts popping up and spouting their insider opinions. Let's have some transparency, please. Hashtag hockey family. Hashtag oh. Flicker time. Quite right, Clint. Yeah, well, that's good coming from Dr. Batra's fake account, isn't it? Well, well Mr. Dr. Batra. Sorry. 
Uh, Georgie Parker's response to that post from Hockey Australia was, what, like dropping your former captain and the best goalkeeper in the world, ruthless indeed. Now, of course, hashtag ruthless is um, the online moniker for Spelled the Hockey Roos. Uh, yeah, Roo, as in the Hockey Roo, Kangaroo. Yeah, it's very good. Ruthless. Clever. So Georgie posted that, um, and... Uh, there was a lot. There was a lot more tweets in this this link here yesterday, John. But they seem to have disappeared. Oh, good This, tw- this good. tweet was deleted by the tweet author, um, and so there's a lot of sort of out of context responses that people have got in replying to this, the author who has vanished from Twitter just as quickly as they appeared on Twitter, John. Um, and well, I know that's that a good that, thing he screenshotted it. All, well, isn't that, it, Matt? that's right. And, but I asked the question initially um, of, of uh, Al Scott. Um, and I'm assuming it's a female, so we'll 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 uh, we'll call her a female as we go through. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it was a female because it's a fake account. The picture was of a um, an author, Anne Quinn, who um, died a British author, died many years ago. Odd choice of picture because that was the first thing that was posted on the feed of one of the seven people that that person, Al Scott, followed at the time. Not that there's anything. I mean, my Twitter handle hasn't got my photo there, so that's not necessarily. A bad thing. No, absolutely. And a human rights lawyer would know that, Matt, because that's what Elle does. So, well, yeah, that's right. So some of the things that Al was coming coming out with, and, you know, this is as a... Um, it's written as though it's come from a position of authority or somebody who is very close to one that has a position of authority. Some of it actually made a bit of sense about the um, the rigours of a selection process and there's always going to be some winners and always going to be some oh, losers. Um, now, I'm not quite sure where I start because I, I literally have got about 60 screenshots. Um, but this is one of the, 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 posts, the tweets from Al. On my part, this has nothing to do with staff. If you or Georgie Parker or Maddie Ratcliffe or Kalindi or anyone else have an issue with staff, now this is in capitals, then don't take it up with staff. Don't bully current players who want to work towards Tokyo without these petty distractions. Maddie Ratcliffe got back and went, Ratcliffe, um, lol, people always make that mistake. All good, though. There was a spelling incorrection on that name. Um, the shouty bits are a worry. This is Al. I'm on the side of current players who want to get on with the business and would appreciate ex-players butting out if you can read between the lines. That was in response to an Anna Flanagan um, post on there. Uh, Anna responded with, because complaints went so far in the past, good luck with this blow-up. Hashtag toxic Tony. Now, it goes on and on and on. Um, some of it is um, just incredible quite revelatory um, that account's now disappeared this was after people questioning is that actually you Tony and that's in, in regard to Tony Cumston the high performance director at Hockey Australia well L, L, I, I take L at face value Matt because I'm a trusting sort of person and L obviously knows I mean she knows how much of a, a bully Rachel has been during her time, obviously, with the, the hockey ruse over 14 years. Yeah, she, um, she, she talks about implicitly threatening younger players with ostracisation and backstabbing. And if they don't go along, if they don't go along with it, the kicker is this group who think they're entitled to the world would never stand up for anyone outside their little clique. It goes on to say that Georgie Morgan wasn't fit enough to be in the program. Um, Talks about inside knowledge, but won't give up who they are. It's, it's um, it, but anyway, they've disappeared off 
Twitter, John. But the, the, the uh, conversations... What, that com- what, what her thread did show is a complete lack of understanding. Uh, uh, follow that thread. When you follow the thread through follow and, read and put... Yeah. You can't follow yeah. them through. But when you put them in order and all the justifications that were being made there, you don't have any idea about the group of players you have under you, do you? Well, this None is all, this, this is also continued on Facebook as well, and what and I'll I'll just pick out a few of the the people of of note, as in former hockey roos that have come out and made comments on here. Um, there's also a large number of family members of people either currently or formerly involved in the Hockey Australia playing setup. People you would expect to have a fair bit of insight. Uh, Catherine Slattery writes. I spoke only a few weeks ago about players feeling like they have no voice for fear of selection retribution, and it's extremely disappointed to see it happen once again. Both Rach Lynch and Georgie Morgan not uh, are being part of this squad. It's just another red flag illustrating what is going on in Hockey Australia. It's clear there is a toxic culture within the organisation, and it's wrong to take away players' opportunity to represent their country just to cover up mismanagement higher up. Very disappointing. Um, also adding to uh, to that list when we've got Maddie Radcliffe as I scroll down the screen. Uh, Phil, John. Phil. Oh, well, what, well, what interested me is this idea that was floated by Elle, uh, bless her, that um, somehow there's the, they're cleaning out the squad to better prepare them for 2024. <laughs> and I, I that, that, as I pointed out on Twitter, is like the coach on the night before the grand final saying, we're playing four debutants to give ourselves a better chance in next year's grand final. Mm. It's This is your grand final. It you matters. take the... And I, as a hockey follower, not a... What, what am I, Matt? Because Hockey Australia gets some of my money every year. So what Contributor. Is, contributor yeah. to, to this program... Um, why are you not taking the best possible team available? Why are you using it as a development opportunity? What sort of bollocks is that? The, there's always churn. That's it. There's always churn. Yeah, but I'll tell you two. But you still take the best. Two things. Team. You take the best goalkeeper in the world. And <laughs> I went and watched one of those Super Camp games, and I, and I sent a message to you and Ash yeah, you afterwards, and I said the two best players out there for me were young Amy Lawton, who's going to be an absolute superstar of the game, and Georgie Morgan. Solid, 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 and she, she made it look easy. So I don't you know. Maybe that's, I'm I'm often a bad pundit anyway. Um, here's here's one from Claire Messon, former player uh, of the Hockey Roos. Disgraceful HA and Hockey Roos. As a past player, I'm appalled with how you've treated your athletes over the years. This really takes the cake. Rach is a leader in your team that has given her all. She's dedicated over 14 years of her life in pursuit of team success won multiple awards, and regularly been the difference between a win and a loss. Elite sport is a difficult environment. Professionalism is expected in all aspects of an athlete's life. How do you treat them in return? Like amateurs. The Kookaburras seem miles yeah. ahead in their player management. Bravo to them. Well, it's interesting that brought that up about, because we know of at least one player, the Kookaburras look after themselves. One player who was told that if he didn't do his the right thing and carry the bags when he was meant to carry the bags, he wouldn't have the opportunity to carry the bags anymore. Mm. Um, so, the... Maddie Ratcliffe, after years of justifying a toxic culture by constantly referencing the pursuit of a gold medal, the selection committee and high performance staff go and drop the best goalkeeper in the world. 
extremely sad to see that self-preservation is now higher on the agenda of those in power than performance. It's never too late to admit you made a mistake, especially one so disrespectful to a champion of the sport. Looking forward to seeing Rach work her way back in here through the appropriate and fair channels. She has the rest of Australia's support. Now, it was interesting um, listening to Matt Favier's comments on ABC Radio. And I was a, a fairness to young Ben Cameron, who did the, um, the, the questioning in that interview. He, he tried. He had a crack at him. Favier said, while they were extremely confident in their program, an internal inquiry has been launched and the players should have no fear of retribution for their honest involvement. Well, we've said on this program a couple of times that the problems there go before Rio. Yeah. These go back a long way. And as Matt correctly points out in his uh, interview... He wasn't in charge at Rio, but he was uh, in charge just after Rio. And he was in charge when players did write a letter that was presented to the board complaining about bullying behaviour. And what did they do, Matt? I'll tell you what they did. They they sacked the person that told the girls as a group that if they wanted to take their grievances further, this is how they should do it. That's a... That in itself would be enough to say to the playing group, well, you know... I guess someone's getting shafted here and it's probably us. You know, what was not a lot, though, it wasn't just Al, Scott, the new fake Twitter account. There was another three or four of um, (laughs) supporters of Rach Lynch and I wouldn't mind betting a couple of uh, former and current players in the mix. And uh, quite remarkable to have, um, no, you know, real, real names from the game calling out a fake account saying, is that you, Tony? Several, and it was... And, and the, the more I read, the more I think it is you, Tony. Yeah, well, look, I... I, I, would I mean, it could be anybody. It could be anybody in, right. in, you know, in the mix there. It could be the, I mean, a goalkeeping coach, a strength and conditioning coach. It could be the Someone partner close. of just... Yeah, it's, it's somebody close in there. Yeah. Um, but now, were they told, get that down off there, what the hell are you doing? Or was there a period of self-reflection, uh, which they called for the players to have... Did they have a little period of self-reflection and thought, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be airing this. Maybe I, I should be the one who's having one-to-ones with people. I reckon there was a lot of phone calls going around and someone was told. Yeah. Um, well, I put a call into someone to see if there were many um, doors being slammed around about the place, but they weren't in the office, unfortunately. Uh, they made a correct choice that day. <laughs> hey, I'm out of here. What it does do, too, is open up an interesting idea about um, national camps, etc., etc., all the way, the way our national centralised system works. Because what you've got is a full-time coach and a couple of full-time assistants and a full-time high-performance director, blah, 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 making full-time demands on part-time people. And by that, I mean... Well, it, well this, this is where it comes down with Rachel Lynch, because the point was made exactly. that not just the bullying, but the fact that she couldn't, couldn't, commit, to, couldn't commit to the same training regimes as, as, as others. Now, is that because she's actually got a job? And she has to do shift work? It's be, is, could it be because the amount of money she gets from playing hockey isn't enough to sustain her? No, she's t- coming towards the end of her, her goalkeeping career. She's really got to think about her career, hasn't she? The other side is I think it shows in some respects a lack of understanding of really about player management. Seriously, if you go look at other sports, you've got a 14-year veteran in their early 30s who's at the peak of their career are you expecting them seriously to do the same training load as 19-year-olds? This is a, a mature woman who knows herself, 
who, who knows how to get the best out of herself and yeah. has proved it time and time again yeah. against a 19 or 20 year old girl that's just going to roll over and do everything you say. Des- that's well, what des- strikes des- me as des- Desperate to be part of the program. Yeah, I'll do anything. Now, if, if you if you think that, as Rick Charles put it, you don't treat Charlesworth. Every- Charlesworth, Rick Charles, <laughs> as Rick, mate, old mate. Uh, as he put it, you don't treat everybody equally. You treat them fairly. Yeah. And you you cannot make expectations that someone of with that experience and all the rest is going to do what you're going to make a 19 year old do. It's no, just crazy. No, no, it's a difficult one, but you know, I, I know just at, at club level, there are expectations. If you want to play for our ones, you've got to be at training twice a week, um, unless you are somebody potentially like Matthew Butterini, who's, who's just who's just left us. You can get away with the the one a week because of your age, the toll on the body. We know the experience and what you what you bring to the side. Um, but you can't have that from a fringe player that's trying to prove their worth to, to, to be in that side. Um, and I I think that you can have one set of rules for one and another. It's not, another, another, it's, another, it's not it. about another. It's not about sets of rules yeah. anymore. That, that that's what player management these days is about. Yeah. It's not about having this rule that everybody must follow. It's being able to take manage that person's individual body and abilities at that particular stage of their career. It happens all the time in so many other sports. How often do you see a bloke between games walking laps instead of out there training with the, the, the match group, and the next week he walks out there and gets best on ground? Well, thanks very much. Yeah, you, yeah. but that that's part of how you You were talking people. about me, weren't you? Yeah, 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 of course, of course, right. yeah. of course, of course. Yeah, absolutely. But that's how you manage yeah, yeah, yeah. athletes. It, it's not this one-size-fits-all stuff. And the other thing is, good luck to anybody that thinks being selected in this sort of squad is some sort of guarantee going forward. You know, when they use these terms like, oh, we're, we're, we're looking to the future and these are the players we wanted to blah, blah. The churn well, one of, of the, players one, one of the players was squads one of the players incredible. Was, one of the players that was mentioned, um, I can't think of a blooming name from the, from the ABC interview with Matt Favier, and she, came, she moved to Perth for a year and basically he said she didn't cut it. That's why. That, she couldn't hack know, the rigours. She couldn't hack the rigours of it. Yeah. Um, and, and perhaps that's why she, she's now... Um, Got a bit of a grievance. And let's face it, they're on a subsistence wage, if that. Okay. Yes. It's, oh, it's, it's, no. it's really bad money in this country. And they're asked to, a lot of them are asked to move interstate with no support around them at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult for them, especially when, just from the financial side of things let alone everything else that goes on with all the issues associated with that sort of stuff. It's just mind-boggling. Can I, um, <laughs> can I end on the few tweets here from George Baisley, <laughs> former Cookaburra's uh, goalkeeper? He's, he's been very much on the front foot. Um, oh, yeah, he's actually, here's an interesting one. Um, this was 20 hours ago from now, and so he's put Al, at Al Sco, which was the, the Twitter handle of this account, which has disappeared. It's gone, for posterity, you'll be pl- pleased to know I took screenshots of your tweets and engagements today, since deleted. I'm curious about your profile picture. Anne Quinn, 
I wonder what that reveals. Um, and the, the tweet which is highlighted there is, seriously, mine and other people's mental health is being damaged by this. You get to watch it. I have to live it. It's unfair that the public is getting sold the opposite of what's going on. And that was talking about Georgie Parker's um, tweet there. So a couple of threads here from George. I've read almost every article I could find about the at hockey ruse today, and I'm still at a loss as to why Rachel Lynch wasn't selected. Surely getting the messaging around, that was the first thing discussed when the decision was made. I also don't understand why a decision was made to announce the Hockey Roos squad prior to undertaking an independent review into the culture of the team. Sounds like the cart is dragging the horse. With a well-documented culture review hanging over Hockey Australia, you could be fooled into thinking the dismal communication around Rachel Lynch's non-selection wasn't deliberate. The public are left to draw their own conclusions. This reeks of scapegoating. This is wrong. Um, He also then continues and... um, he puts a link to the interview that we were talking about that Fabian had with ABC. Uh, defensive, obfuscating, revealing, governing body responds to allegations of bullying at the hockey ruse. The pattern of silence, silencing those who seek greater accountability. The pattern of silencing those who dare criticise the programme. Yeah, this, well, is, this is going to run and run. There's a lot of high emotions around it. Yeah. And, it and it's unfair on those that have been selected because it's not saying you're not worthy of getting... That position. Um, I watched the Instagram video from Alicia Power, who's one of the three goalkeepers who last played, I think, in 2017 um, for the Hockey Roos. The picture of uh, her filming herself driving out to country Australia and Western Australia out into the wheat bout, her going in to see her dad and taking out her new Hockey Roos shirt and showing it to dad and the emotions with all of that. It was beautiful to see and Good on her for, you know, for, for taking the opportunity. This, but this conversation isn't about taking away from any of those people that have been selected. Uh, and look, John, there's still, still two spots left in the squad available. Well, they haven't uh, named the whole squad. What's that about? Well, that, that's some sort of stick and stick approach, I would suggest. Uh, pull your head in. Well, who's going to get up? They've just had the super camp. By the time they need to be up and running, who's going to be able to, to fill those spots? Because there's no hockey happening. Just, There's no, nobody's getting an opportunity to, to go and play a development game and prove their worth. That's already happened. That was what the Super Camp was all about. So who, who, where are these two... Why are they being held open? Is that leaving the door open for a fourth goalkeeper and Rachel Lynch to be able to step back into the squad? Would she want to step back into the squad? The same goes with Georgie Morgan, from, from being a, a co-captain to out on your ear. And... I'll say it again. She was bloody fantastic in the game that I saw. I don't, you know, not head and shoulders, but a superior player on the field. Well, Matt, there's there's 14 teams that are going to be at the Olympics next year that have just got a big smile on their face right now. Of course, the Dutch won't care. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. What do you got? Olympics is delayed, isn't it? Um, just like uh, Mr. Dr. Batra's latest court case. We spoke last week. Oh, he was due, due on the 29th. I think it's now been put back to the 15th of December or something again like that. Again and again and again. There we go. Uh, let's, uh, let's have something exciting, John. Uh, our Instagram T-shirt draw that had a really pitiful amount of entries. And I don't really want to have to spend the money on the shirt. But there we go. That's, you know, that happens sometimes. You try these things. We won't be trying it again on there. <laughs> Um, I've got a little, uh, what have I got in front of me, shaking around in front of you, it's John? plastic with folded up yeah, folded bits of paper. little bits of um, post-it and notes. And you want me to stick Yeah, yeah, so I've been onto it. Now, just before we do it, John, before we, we draw it, what was the draw for, John? It was for one of our exclusive limited edition Give It A Whack t-shirts. 
you might not even have an opportunity to buy one if you're listening to this late. Um, sorry, you've missed out. But if you are listening and you just want to go and check, I think there's about four or five days left that you can get on there. Merchtea.com forward slash C forward slash TRS 2020 to get one of those fine garments. Thank you to those of you that have, um, have got on there and uh, bought one so far. So, yeah, we had an Instagram competition, you know, tag a friend and tag a couple of friends like us. Uh, these are the people involved that have all gone on and done that, or bar my work account that I did um, try and, you know, G things up a little bit and invited a couple of people on there to have a go. Only one of them did. The other one said, oh, are you entering your own competitions, Maddie? That <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't the point. Are these postal votes? No. No, they're not. They're post-it. Post-it votes. They're post-it votes. Post-it votes. What have you got? Winner is dun, 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 dun. VC. That was one of the actual genuine people that have entered that we don't know, John. Oh, really? So fantastic. Congratulations, Congratulations Esme VC. Esme. That's on the uh uh I said Mr. Lee. That's the Instagram tag. Oh no, sorry, it's Mr. <laughs> Lee. Absolutely I was reading it upside down. Sorry, Esme. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll be in touch. I'll DM you, and we will get you a shirt. Well done. Give it away. Congratulations. Sold a couple in the pub last night as well. You did? Yeah. Uh, what else can you get involved with, John? Uh, oh, a big shout-out to Scott Edwards, uh, the self-proclaimed number one Patreon uh, fan. Well, he's now our number one buymeacoffee.com forward slash the reverse stick fan, John, because he bought us a, a slab. A slab? Yeah. Got us a lot, just, oh. Not just bought us the one beer. Thanks, Jimmy, last week. He's got to bought us a slab on there. Number That's one, buymeacoffee.com. Beer, you, beer, Scott. beer, not coffee, that. but you know, buymeacoffee.com. Are we going to ask a couple of people around to drink that slab with us? No, we're going to drink it ourselves. Oh. Uh, Next time you're in Perth, Scott. Of course, uh, you can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick and help us out with our hockey podcast endeavours. Brilliant. So that was that's a bit of good news. Competitions! Oh, have we got any other things we can move into? Oh, uh, oh well, no. Did, did you see the uh, the bar runner? I put that up on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. reverse stick bar a, runner. That that's there. It's in the club. We've got good. a lot of likes. Uh, inter- interest from Epsom Hockey Club uh, to to buy one. <laughs> they said, "Oh, can we get that?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, it's cheeky asking somebody to pay for something to promote the podcast. But we would really appreciate it if you if you would. And so we can probably get into you for about fifteen pounds in the UK, I think, and uh, it's about thirty bucks here in Australia. If uh, you want to help us out that way, likewise, don't forget you can go go to um, Cameo and get Jamie Dwyer to leave us a message. That'll cost you twenty five bucks as well, just if you've got twenty five bucks to spare. Right, so you spend twenty five bucks and Jamie Dwyer sends us a message. Yeah, but, but no, no. But the point, yeah, but the point is, is that. Um, we're not spending the money getting Jamie Dwyer to send us a message. <laughs> but Dwight, Jamie still ends up with the 25 bucks, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, let go. Unless it's, you know, the, the fees. Well, aren't we celebrities now? Couldn't we do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're referencing. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan, for joining us last week. It was um, great fun. It was. Now, John, we do have a bit of sad news oh, to no. share, and this is with regards to next year's World Cups oh, yes. in Masters Hockey. Uh, message from Glenn Payton, the new president there. Uh, the WMH Executive Board has been monitoring the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic throughout 2020. A risk management framework created to facilitate assessment of the potential impact of the developing situation on the postponed 2020 World Cups was continually updated to inform the EB's decision-making. 
to enable hosts and participants to plan ahead. The EB set a deadline of November 2020 for a final decision on the viability of the four World Cups. Decisions could only be made on assumptions rather than certainties, and the range of scenarios considered were there's a list of things like travel insurance and flight cancellations and COVID-19 and everything, everything along those lines, and a lot of thought has gone into it. As a result of lengthy considerations of the above assessments, regretfully, World Masters Hockey has unanimously decided to cancel the Nottingham, Cape Town and Tokyo World Cups due to be held in 2021. The EB views its duty of care for the well-being of its members as paramount. Whilst this decision will be extremely disappointing, the EB wishes to assure the membership that it intends to run World Cups in 2022 and will offer these events to the host of the cancelled World Cups. So that's great. That's fair that they can still go ahead in those places. I feel for some of the poor old buggers out there who've slipped into new age groups or out of age groups or maybe one more year is just going to be a bit too much on the on the hockey field, for, certainly for the uh, the guys in Tokyo, which are the, the older groups uh, in, on the men's side. Uh, I think South Africa was the, the women's older um, groups. Sad, but once again, it's got to be the right decision, isn't it? Oh, well, when you consider that... Um... Now, these people are true amateurs in, and that it involves taking time off work for a lot of them. It involves blah, blah. So it goes beyond just... It goes beyond something like being in a, a, a national team when you're 20 or 30 and you're, that, that's your only focus is hockey. I can't, so I've just... A, it just makes sense, mate, because that gives... As we've talked about all along, people need certainty. Um, I've just opened up Twitter because I want to have a look at our A to Z of hockey things coming up. First post I've got there from three minutes ago, International Hockey Federation. Have you still not heard the first episode of Hockey Pod? Listen to it now! Exclamation mark. Full stop. What? Just annoys me. That's twice <laughs> I've done that. This episode features FIH Athletes Committee co-chair Hoffman Rog- at Hoffman Rogier, 2018 and 2019. FIH Player of the Year at Ava de Herder, as well as FIH umpire Ayanna McLean. From Trinidad and Tobago. Once again, you haven't put Iana's Twitter handle on there. Keely from FH Empires corrected it on the last time you put that post out. That's lazy. Yeah. Bl- bloody that's lazy. That's what we come to expect. So, no surprise there. But they were given a helping hand. I know. No surprise there. No surprise there. Um, John, have you been voting on the A to Z of hockey? We're now, I, I think, have. day eight or day nine now. We've... We've had We're some results. We've had some results come through already. So it's out on our Twitter feed at the reverse stick. Uh, we started eight days ago. Um, I'll be honest, the numbers are dwindling a little bit as each, uh, each next poll comes up, but it's still pretty strong. Uh, we've had a result on our A and our B from day one and day two, um, with 44.5% of the vote, 119 votes. Artificial turf takes the slot for A in the A to Z of hockey. And oh, you'll be pleased with this, John. 97 votes on B. 40.2% have voted unanimously. Well, only 40% unanimously. Uh, the bully! Yes. The bully Bring is there. Back. Bring it back. Who'd have thought Compelling people, people that follow us might have? <laughs> um, the losers in the A were Luciana, Imar and Alison Annan. Pretty close between the two of them. Uh, Backstick came in second. Yeah, well, on they the were voting for each other. You know. And backboard. <laughs> Came, Talk about fake accounts. Came in third. So you've got 21 hours left from now to vote for your C's. Rick Charles with Champions Trophy, Dean Chand. Your D's, you've got a day left. Jamie Dwyer, Dribble and Deck Hockey. That's just for you, Tans. Uh, Dribble is in the lead there at 56.8. Champions Trophy leading at the moment on the C's with 47%. 
Day five, voting is your ease. Two days left on that. Pretty unanimous here. I stop saying unanimous could be 100% if it was unanimous. 73.3% of the current vote is going towards EHL, Euro Hockey League. On the Fs, we've got Flick, Fives, Foot. 66% is uh, going towards Flick at the moment. Day seven, your Gs, Ava de Herder, Grass and Golden Goal. 47.1% to Grass, 41.2% to Ava. There's still chance if you're an Ava lover to get her into the A to Z of hockey under the G. Day 8, H. Wow, this was yesterday's, John. Somewhat ironically, H stands for hand stop hockey ruse <laughs> or hockey museum. Uh, hockey ruse in the lead there. I don't know whether that's just because there's been a bit of an up, uplift in interest in what's going on at the hockey ruse at the moment. No, Maybe it's, it's the sympathy vote. the greatest female and one of the top three sporting teams to ever leave Australian shores. 47.4% of the hockey ruse. And today we're onto our eyes on day nine, John. Indoor, India or inners. Now your inners, that can either mean inside forwards or it could also mean what you wear inside your shin pads. There's a double, double mean in there, was it? Wear inners and shin pads. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's S for socks, mate. So building momentum. That article's going to be in Hockey World News. Yes, it is, is it? Jade. <laughs> we'll, we'll force that way in there. Okay. Uh, you just want to be in the Hockey Writers Club, don't but get, you? Get you on reckon that'll get you in? Nah, not interested. Yeah, of course. Not, not interested in little cliques and clubs online, you know, these little cabals that yeah, are cabals, around about. Yeah. Not interested, Bloody WhatsApp mate. groups. Yeah. How do you reckon WhatsApp did in Australia yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> bing, 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 bing. I was pinging. Um... Yeah, I think that's A to Z of hockey. Get on and vote. That's exclusively on Twitter, but you might see the the odd uh, reminder on Facebook and Instagram. It's all at the reverse stick. That's it from me, John. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Well, I think that's just about all we have time for. You got anything else there, mate? No, that's it from me. You know, if you're out there, you managed to get a stick in your hand this weekend, don't forget, give it a whack. Yep, give it a whack, certainly. And uh, get onto Twitter and keep abreast of what's going on down under because it's interesting times here indeed. Grab the popcorn and sit oh, back. There's yes. a bumpy ride ahead. Yeah, we've done our job there. I think, Matt, we could let... Let all that, the rest that's of us go, man. See ya. See ya, folks. Twenty-four hours. That's, my phone um, just kept going. Bing. My missus complained bitterly overnight because it just kept going. Bing. Bing. I, I actually, turned it off. I actually got the chat last night as well from being on my phone too much. Yeah. Um, what you know? What what can you do when you've got all these people that want to share their wonderful opinions on what's going on in the world of hockey? And some wonderful opinions shared too, wasn't there? Yes. Some very interesting thoughts people have. <laughs>